When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Someday I'm going to roll tape on Holly Roberts doing choreography in a trendy jumpsuit <laughs> to boy bands. It like it it. Everybody, if you could feel the joy I feel right now, I would share it with you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? 651 641 1071. Bradley, why why we want to know what people's pet peeve is? Well, because some dumb list says that uh, Minnesotans' biggest pet peeve is the slow internet. What? Right. Why does everybody think we're so boring here? Well, they think a lot of the world is boring, apparently, according to each state's biggest pet peeve from Zipio, the career expert. Okay. Don't take their word for it. We want to hear what you think is your biggest pet peeve, 651-641-1071. And I can tell you that of the pet peeves across the nation, they uh, are either slow internet, burping. Which... You, the two of you aren't allowed in Rhode Island anytime soon. Uh, Rhode Island, Oklahoma, other states mm-hmm. and places. Um, other all, states and places. The other ones are litter, which is always a perennial favorite. Badly behaved kids is a big one in Texas, Florida, Illinois, Michigan, Virginia, and Maryland. Mm-hmm. Not so merry in, in Maryland. <laughs> um, anyway, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are your biggest pet peeves? And I will tell you, mine is usually confined to the grocery store. Uh, is it people who park their carts in the middle of the lane? <gasps> oh my god, it's like you read my mind. Because oh, that's the worst. Yeah, no, it's people <sighs> who don't understand that they are not alone on planet Earth, and just stop. And stop the, with the flow of traffic. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to park it, park it to the side. Yeah, right? and then walk your ass oh, okay. across the aisle to grab the thing that yeah. you want. I it's, mean, here's, traffic laws Here's apply. a pro tip. Park your cart at the end of the aisle. Go get what you need. Come back to your cart. When you are at Costco, do not bring your cart into the refrigerated section. Park your cart outside the refrigerated section. It is too small for everybody to bring their carts inside. It drives me nuts! If somebody was really thinking they'd put like a parking area right outside, like market parking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, that's not happening. I know. I'm just sadly. saying if somebody was smart, and apparently people aren't. 651-641-1071. What's your biggest pet peeve? Who do we have on the line, Holly? Cookie Patty's here. Cookie oh, Patty. Oh, Cookie Patty. Hi, Patty. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my gosh. I've been listening to you, Bradley, and I'm like, yes, queen. Yes, queen. Preach it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay out of my way. Though, that falls under my bubble. Um, or umbrella, whatever, you know what I mean, Yep. of inconsiderate people, people that truly only are in them, like their own space. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's other people in the world. My example recently, Sunday morning, you know, what, five, six inches of snow, beautiful morning, put on the snowshoes, go to the park. And it's a park that happens to have um, groomed cross-country ski trails, right? Mm. So there's trails very clearly noted. This is where you snowshoe. This is where you cross-country ski. And people walked right over the groomed trails mm. in their snowshoes. Mm. Yeah, because they don't know what the heck like, they're doing. Why? why? You know, I, I approach them, and I turn sideways so that my big, fat snowshoes don't crunch up the nice trail, mm-hmm. right? But these people just walk right over, like, who? Who does that? Who does that, Patty? Who does that? We're with you. Thank you, Patty. Thank you, Patty. Think about people other than yourself. Yes, you're not alone on planet Earth. Uh, What is your biggest pet peeve? 651-641-1071. Who else do we have on the line, Holly? Hannah's on the line. Hello, Hannah. What is your biggest pet peeve? Hi. Mine is very irrational considering Minnesotan accents can be obnoxious, but I cannot the Canadian accents, the way they say their OUs. Oh my God, I love it. When, <laughs> where did this come from? It seems delightfully irrational. Like, what triggers this for you? Like, when you're like, I, if, I don't know what it is, but I mean, one thing I really hear it in because I don't even know anyone that's Canadian. I'm sure they're very nice people, but uh, <laughs> I love the show, love it or list it. Oh, me too. Yeah. Few seasons are they take place in Canada. The hosts are Canadian, or one of the hosts is Canadian, and I just like I love the show, but I, I want to plug my ears the whole time. Oot, <laughs> oot, and a boot. Oh, it's I, uh, I'm, yeah. I know, I'm with you on that. Now, Hannah, I do want to give you a fun fact because I tweeted this weekend about Love It or List It because I mm-hmm. watched the worst episode ever, and our friend Ian Punnett, who used to host the morning show here on My Talk 107.1, notified me of something that's about to blow your mind. Are you ready? What's that? I'm ready. Hillary from Love It or List It was mm-hmm. in Rocky Horror Picture Show and also used to basically do soft porn. I know. Google it. It's real. I certainly will Google it. I mean, she does have that sass. I could see it. Yep, right? Thank you for your call, (laughs) Hannah. Have a great day Um, while you're out and about. Um, Who do we have on the phone now, Holly? Suzanne's here. Suzanne, what is your biggest pet peeve, Suzanne? I'm reeling from the Hillary software information. My pet peeve is that people in Minnesota do not know how to merge onto highways. Yeah, mm. or off highways or into traffic of any kind. Or drive, period. Yeah. I've, I've lived here for 24 years, and I've taught three kids to drive. And I tell them, I say, when someone's coming at you from the right, Minnesotans, they're just going to come at you. So right. slow down. <laughs> do you, know, you know, I think the worst, thank you so much for sharing that, but the thing that drives me 
up a wall the most is the passive aggressive thing that people do when you are following the rule Mm. they think you shouldn't be doing that and so they try to stop you and Mm -hmm. i'm like not only are you just dumb but now you're like your passive aggressiveness is getting in the way of the dumb so it's like doubling down on dumbling down yeah and it's gonna like create an actual accident yeah which i've actually gotten into an accident Mm -hmm. with somebody who would not let me merge because they were like you're not gonna get in here as if i'm trying to do something you know other than just drive like follow the laws yeah like drive to the end of the lane and merge into traffic. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be go. Like, oh, pardon me for trying to do my job. Sorry. Um, can I tell you? I feel like now is a good time for me to insert my big pet peeve. This one has really been working my nerves lately. Okay. When when you turn right, you, turning right, you okay. do not need to swing your car out to the left. Oh God! First. Somebody oh, did this what? yesterday, and I was like, "Where are they going?" And, no. and the same goes for turning left. You yeah. do not need to swing your car out to the right in order to make a left turn. It's actually, very dangerous because it, it looks is. like you're going the wrong way, and then you're going to get t-boned. Yep. And when you're, and you don't want to get t-boned. No, not no. unless it's a Friday night and it's <laughs> a party. The worst is when you're in a like a two lane situation. Yeah. And. The person yes. who's going to turn left is now coming out into your... And I'm like, what are you doing? You guys, I cannot stress it enough. Stop doing it. It's stupid and it don't make no sense. I actually almost T-boned uh, somebody the other day because they did a pullout. Because oh. they thought, oh, it's icy and snowy. I gotta go real careful. Gotta do a big roundy. No, you don't. You do not have to do a roundy. Well, you know how they're like, "Yeah, I'm going to take a big... like." It's a car, man. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You don't have to swing out to just like physics, yo. Oh, God, physics. So, why is it so hard? People. Do you know this is we one can do better. One thing, really, honestly, truly, that I will be unhappy about when we get back to a semblance of normalcy. I mean, there's so much to be grateful for when that happens. But the mm-hmm. one thing I will not miss, or the one thing I will miss, isn't having the road to yourself. Yes. I know. <laughs> It's horrible. I'm but. with you. I'm like, I can always count on getting places without no traffic. It's so good. All right. Well, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I feel like we exercised some stuff. We should do that more often. Yeah, we should. You just got to get stuff off your chest in times like these. When we come back, uh, there's another publationship. We are just digging up old publationships today. Why not? Um, this one we call Cavalutler. No, we don't. What do we call them? Yeah, Cavalutler. Cavalutler. Mm-hmm. Is that what we call them? Yeah. See, it's been so long, we couldn't even remember. Um, I thought we called him Cutler. It doesn't matter. Kristen Cavallari and no, Jay Cutler. Cutler. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. We're going to talk about them <laughs> when we come back on My Talk 107.1. We call them Cutlery. That's what we called them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live. Did we call them Cutler? At MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Cutlery. Uh, that's the publicationship that is uh, rising from the ash today on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Just the one ash? Yeah, just one. Because didn't they, like, I thought they were done. Why are we yeah. talking about that? No, them they're today? totally done. So, again, we're talking about a publicationship, which is. A relationship for publicity. And this one, Cutlery, Cavalutler, uh, Lutlery, um, Kristen Cavallari, and Jay Cutler, they went their separate ways. And in fact, we talked about them because of the way their publicationship sort of popped onto 
headlines or into headlines at the beginning of the pandemico, because you'll remember that um, the two of them, when they were together, were stuck, quote unquote, in uh, the Caribbean mm-hmm. and uh, our good friend and um, fellow s- friend to the stars. Um, I'm sorry, my words are not coming out this morning. What is the deal? It's also afternoon, and I'm the same way, because I can't make sense. Justin Anderson, you know, Mm -hmm. he was stuck in paradise with these two, and they were, like, doing workouts on the beach together, and we were all like, hey, guys, please don't rub it in right now, because we're we're literally stuck in our homes and afraid to touch our face. Like, they're in the Bahamas. Yeah dancing on the beach mm-hmm. and we're all closed in our bedrooms in the fetal position <laughs> exactly with um, raw hands <laughs> yeah it, well and my hands are still raw mm-hmm. so i'm still bitter um but they're back in headlines because there was this story from tmz over the weekend that uh chris and cavallari jay cutler post photo targeting users are they back together okay so i need to unravel what all of this means and it's it is literally not worth most people's time. But if you love a good publicationship and you love celebrity drama for no yes and yes particular reason, have I got a story for you? So they posted a photo of them together, together forever. Um, they posted a pic of the two of them hanging out together, and it says, "quote The world is full of users." 10 years can't break that so it's kind of unclear as to what the meaning was but but to me that's irrelevant the meaning is hi i'm getting attention for my publicationship and now if you want to go deep in the weeds because i did a little deep dive on another story that was um sort of related to this but it's like involves people nobody i don't feel like many people care about have you heard of um I've even forgotten the story now. Her name is like Madison or something. Uh, Do I know Madison? Southern Charm. Anyone? No. Southern Charm. Not ringing any bells. Jay Cutler. Let me find the story because I read this whole other story. Yeah. Southern Charms. Madison LaCroix fires back um, alleging that Jay Cutler texted her amid dating drama. So like I was like, what are all these words? They have some drama, dating, blah, blah, blah. That how that connects to this story of them, that is Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler posting a photo together. The the caption is, um, the world is full of users, 10 years can't break that. The implication is that they posted this photo of them like, look, we're together. <laughs> Even when we're not, we're still together. That people are trying to make hay out of uh, their connections to Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. Implying that, like, people are using them for attention. Mm -hmm. Can I just point out that they're making that point by getting attention using each other? Hello! This is like thirstception. It's so thirsty! (laughs) It's so thirsty. Does somebody check on their salt levels lately? Seriously. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Very, very salty. Um, they filed for divorce. And in fact, Jay filed for divorce back in April because you re- do remember that we talked about this story. Um, at the same time, we talked about some other publicationships imploding. Now, they had been married, these two in particular, for seven years. Um, then there was there was this shady period, if I remember correctly. I'm trying to go back through the Rolodex of my brain, where it was not quite clear if they were splitting up or not. Um, there was also some inappropriate, quote, marital conduct that Kristen insinuated Jay had um, accused her of. So it was kind of like... It seemed like drama, right? Yeah. But now, if you were to believe the photos they're posting of them, like, you know, hanging out together, there's no drama, which really just means that they took us on a big fat drama ride for no other reason than to get attention for their own particular careers. Can I, I'm going to say something that, and I, I want you to, I want you to still feel good about doing all the work you've done on this. But I could not possibly care any less about either of these two fools. Well, you don't. Right. But a lot of right. people do. No, but my point is that like their des and their desperation to remain relevant in the middle of a time where they're not super relevant makes me actually angry. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it just indicates that uh, there's a TV show and a business, because you'll remember she has her own lifestyle brand that they have stuff to sell for. So presumably, like all publicationships, it's in service of getting attention for their career. And when you want people to be talking about you, you will find a way for Mm -hmm. people to talk about you. We've got some D-bags coming up next on The Colleen and Bradley Show. Celebrities behaving badly after this. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We have a name for those celebrities behaving badly, and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-Bag Bradley. Um Frequent flyer miles added to your account. Jennifer Lopez. Um, Jennifer Lopez blasts Botox claims. Don't call me a liar. Okay. How many days are we going to do this, J-Lo? As many as it takes. Because as recently as today, Jennifer Lopez is blasting back at Botox haters. Actually, I would argue that they're not hating on Botox. They're hating on you, J-Lo, and the fact that you're lying about Botox. Or at least you seem to have a lot to say about people who claim that, in fact, you've probably had Botox. Methinks thou dost 
protest too much. In fact, Jennifer Lopez is setting the record straight again about her famous face. Okay. Now, earlier this month, this is now the 26th, but earlier in January, the, as Page Six Style calls her 51-year-old triple threat, clapped back. You know, that's what celebrities do. It's a phrase I would like to also retire from the English language. Uh, at an Instagram critic, actually, I think it's just called a troll, right? who accused her, that is Jennifer Lopez, of, quote, definitely having Botox and tons of it. Um, okay. So she responded by saying last, well, not last month, at the beginning of the month, quote, lol, that's just my face. For the 500 millionth time, I've never done Botox or any injectables or surgery. Now, I have a question for you, Colleen. Yeah. Have you ever commented on a celebrity's Instagram post? I'm going to say probably yes. Okay. Have you ever gotten a celebrity response to one of your comments on a celebrity's post? Negatory. Now, if I were to ask you how many trolley comments show up on the average celebrity's posts, what percentage of comments are kind of trolly uh, do you think there there is typically? You want a percentage? Yeah. I'm going to say somewhere in the 70% range. It's enough percent, yeah. right? A, t- a common percentage, yeah. a large percentage. So if Jennifer Lopez is responding to a troll on Instagram about getting Botox, Mm -hmm. it's because she wants to. Yeah. It's because she is making a concerted effort to bring attention to and create headlines out of the following statement. Mm -hmm. Lol, that's my face. For the 500 millionth time, I've never done Botox or any injectables or surgery. Notice that she didn't talk about any Botox alternatives. But right. that's a that's thank a, you. Like Arrestalin, et cetera. Thank you. Um the J Lo Beauty founder. Oh wait, what? 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 Wait, wait, what? You like to explain what that means? Well, the J-Lo beauty founder means that she's got her own business trying to sell some beauty and um, go on. So anyway, what she's saying is like, oh, you know, I don't need Botox because I use J-Lo beauty. Because I've got my olive oil. She was just pooped out of a tube from a company that just slapped her name on the bottle. But. Nice try. Quote, I don't judge anybody. I mean, if you want to do Botox and injectables, that's fine. But I don't want people lying on me. She doesn't want people lying on her and saying, oh, she's trying to make believe that this stuff works. Okay. Anyway, um, she goes on to say, I've been pretty honest my whole life. and But we're getting to the point where she, um, oh, the one particular phrase that I wanted to get to, and now I can't find the dumb thing, but let's just continue on with what J-Lo is saying again in response to, like, the obvious. Um, Stop lying. You're doing this. You're doing that. When that's just not true. I just felt it had to be set straight, but in a loving way. And one of my biggest beauty secrets, here it is, one of my biggest beauty secrets, can you imagine what this is? Oh, it's probably like um, eight ounces of water or like Olive oil, maybe coconut oil. Well, remember, it was greasy olive oil yeah, it last was. week, right? Yeah, last week it was olive oil. Oh, is it, Um, what's that stuff called? Bacucciol? Bacucciol? No, <laughs> I wish it was Bacucciol because that would be more more 
palatable than the following You're words. saying Bacuchial would be more palatable. Palatable. Well, you can pat the Bacuchial, but you better be careful. Didn't she do a song called Pat the Bacuchial? Mm, yeah, maybe. Somebody did. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, one of my biggest beauty secrets is I try to be kind to others and lift up other women. Oh, Oh, you pretty because you nice? Nice try. <laughs> she just called us all ugly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, she get she can get put that in a bottle and sell that? No, exactly. <laughs> it's like everything that's coming out of her mouth, a bunch of lies. <sighs> I... You I'm are rendered be, speechless. I am apparently. a little bit. I'm trying to be nice because that's a. Because I don't want to be ugly because I don't Too want late. her to think oh, I'm ugly. Have I'm you listened to, be to the a show? Troll. I am a no. troll right now. I just now. like all of this is so ridiculous. And like to your earlier point, and again, the point that this is, if there's a thesis of today's show, it is celebrities want us to talk about this. Yeah. Right. She has every move she has made around this Botox gate has everything to do with how she wants us to talk about her. She, to your earlier point, handpicked the comment she wanted to reply to, to make her point. It's just so obvious. And what's frustrating about it is that there are people in this world who are not enlightened like we are, who will read this and just take it at face value. Well, yeah, I mean, people that don't think critically. And, and to be fair, most people reading like trash aren't required to be, you know, like I don't expect people to to uh, append a thesis around Jennifer Lopez's interaction with the media. I mean, we do this for a living. You know, we are the experts. Clearly, we've done the homework. Thank you. Um, but but that said, it's incumbent upon people like us, because I'm sure people say, well, like you chose to talk about her. Yeah, because this is so blatantly obvious and it's sitting out right here. She is trying to get you to buy her products mm-hmm. and everything that she's saying about her beauty regime which includes, but is not limited to being nice to people. Like, oh, being nice is the best beauty medicine. Is it really, though? Mm-hmm. Is it really, though? Mm-hmm. Because I kind of believe um, that it's not, actually. actually. I know some real pretty mean people. Yeah, well, I, I know some mm-hmm. some pretty ugly nice people. Right. True that. And I also know for a fact that one great beauty tip that we can all uh, gather around and that is accessible is rest. And Jennifer Lopez knows this when she rests her vocal cords and steals <laughs> shots <she> tracks. <laughs> That's cute. I see Holly what you did there. Roberts, thank you. She doesn't sing her own stuff sometimes. Not even at the inauguration. Yeah. I'm to, sorry. Go to the internet. The internet has all the answers for you. 100% true. I have to say, I just, um, I, what I really want to talk about right now is one of the clickbait stories that shows up below this story about Jennifer Lopez. Um, you know, those stories that show up on your favorite publications. There's this one that's headlined picks 16 surprising celebrities. You didn't know were a couple. And there's a picture of Leslie Jones and Kate McKinnon. And it's supposed to make it look oh. like they're having like it's those troll- sexy yeah. time. Yeah. And they're, 
<laughs> oh, okay, but that's not why, what we came here to talk about. No. I got distracted by that. What Who's I actually want to tell you about is who my D-bag is. And this one also will earn a frequent flyer. Bing, bong. Her name is Lena Dunham. Oh, God. What's Lena up to now? Okay. So on Thursday, last week, Lena Dunham tweeted the following. And this was the day after the inauguration. And everybody was all eyes on the first family. And Lena Dunham was feasting her eyes on one member of the first family. And that was President Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. She tweeted the following. I cannot wait to spend the holidays at the White House when I am Hunter Biden's beautiful wife. Um, Would you like to point out all the problematic things about that? Well, I mean, first of all, he's married, yep. so that's going to be awkward. So there's that. Like, also, like, could you be thirstier? Yeah, she is very thirsty. Uh, one Twitter user wrote, um, he's married. <laughs> uh, a third user, some, or I don't know, other users wrote things like, there's so much wrong to unpack in that sentence. It is... What I don't ever quite know what to make of Lena Dunham. I mean, join the club. She's really one of the main reasons we started this segment called Lord and Lady D-Bag because True. she was such a frequent flyer. Oh, it, it, the thing about Lena Dunham is not that she doesn't have a right to have opinions, because I think sometimes when you criticize Lena Dunham, if she were here, she would say she, she would rightly, um, I say rightly in her own mind, point out that we're being unfair and like all like there'd be a lot of like legitimate criticisms she would try to lob at us for why we um highlight her on a regular basis but at the end of the day it is the um what's the word (sighs) Mm, i can't think of the word right now but the amount of energy required to try to get through a lena dunham paragraph oh my gosh that earns her like she like she has opinions on stuff. We all do. We do a show for three hours every day, and some of our opinions are total crap. It's not that she's not entitled to an opinion. Tiresome. It is that her opinions are tiresome. Yeah. It takes so much effort to go through them. She thinks that she is the first person who has happened upon pathos and you know tragedy and mm-hmm. all of the emotions. So it's so funny you say that because I um I was looking at her Instagram earlier today because I was trying to find something debaggy and I was exhausted by her posts such that I could not extrapolate any one thing to call her a debag about. And one of the most recent posts is this picture of her. She took a picture of herself in a mirror and it. then we go through three paragraphs of her having a conversation with her younger self. Now, I want to ask you a question, Bradley. Mm. Have you ever um, engaged in that exercise in your own life of like kind of having a conversation with your younger self? Like, what would I have told my younger self? I mean, sure. Yeah, we all do. Like in an off, We all have that moment. We all have a moment where we think back to who we used to be and how we might have done things differently if we knew how things were going to turn out, etc. But what we don't all do is write a performance essay on our Instagram mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. But that's what Lena Dunham does. Exactly. It's just, it's very, it's a lot. And it's and the criticism we've takes all, a lot of energy. The criticism we've had repeatedly is things like, um, 
it's just this is not a unique experience and you're acting as though it's a unique experience. Yeah. We've all she's very this experience. She's very special to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Really? But mm, we got other stuff to do. We do have other stuff to do, like tell you a couple stories about uh, celebrities you didn't think you'd hear about today on the Colleen and Bradley oh. show. Phil Collins and Charo. After it's this a special episode of The Love Boat. It, it really is on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Oh, Hi, I, I got to turn him on. That was oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> Are you there, Brad? I mean, not yellow. Not. Okay, there he is. Thank you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, we wanted to uh, touch on some celebrities that we don't usually touch on on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, Phil Collins and Charo. Oh. Or as Bradley said, it's like an episode of The Love Boat. It is like a special episode of The Love Love Boat. Boat. Although I don't think they would ever have had Phil Collins on The Love Boat. Maybe like an episode of Miami Vice because he was on Miami Vice. Oh, was he really? Yes. Interesting. Well, uh, that's not why we all came here today. I wanted to just close the loop on a story we've been following. (laughs) Mostly you guys have been trolling me. um, Rightly so. Around this story of Phil Collins whom I love, and his ex-wife, Orianne Seavey, over a, um, well, basically what had happened is they had an on-again, off-again marriage, and uh, they were very much off-again, and she had taken up with a new husband by the name of Thomas Bates, and she felt that she was entitled to at least 50% of their $40 million property, meaning Phil Collins and her former property a home that they lived in so she and her new husband were squatting in the home and phil collins was trying to kick her out so he could move the house along and she wouldn't leave and basically called him a smelly hoarder yeah well uh which was believable not at all believable and i and i'll prove how unbelievable it actually is no it was kind of believable okay stop it Mm -hmm. stop it i don't want to live in reality i want to live over here in fantasy land the fact that you think Bill Collins is appealing. I, it's his music. He's a musical oh, genius. Okay. Musical I love genius. his music. Yeah. Any who's he what'sy, um, the judge basically was like, okay, you guys, this is ridiculous. Like, you got to drop this B to the S <laughs> and move on because we're taking a valuable court time and this could just be easily you know, you. figure this out. Anyway, finally, she got out of the house. And not only that, he's already sold the house, you guys, which tells me if he were any kind of hoarder, they wouldn't be sell. That house would not sell. I've watched hoarders. <laughs> I watch HGTV. You sound you real defensive about this. You can't move a house that stinks like that. You just yeah. can't. But you don't know if they bought it stinky and that was the terms of the purchase. Well, I just don't know that you would flip a house for $40 million. Uh, You're not thinking the way that these people would money. You're not well, thinking like a think, rich person. They're thinking, hey, Phil Collins lived here. I can, you know, call one of them cleanup crews to come in and take out the cat boxes or the, like, dead mice. Mm-hmm. 
or the bags of doo-doo that are like piled into the attic. Or in like a Home Depot <laughs> bucket in the corner. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I've watched it. I've watched the darn show. <sighs> anyway, any who's you don't worry about it. The house is moving. She's out of there and all is well in Phil Collins land. So closing the loop on that. I don't want to hear about it ever again. Thank you. Well, until they find him, you know, swallowed by his own film. So what's going on with Charo? <laughs> coochie, coochie. <laughs> Um, exclusive. Oh my God. The page six got an exclusive with Charo. Lucky. And they sat down with uh, the coochie coochie lady and found out that she thinks this whole Hilaria Baldwin scandal is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Quote funny. I think she called it. So, um, Charo is rather bemused by, uh, Hillary, ba- Hilaria Baldwin, Hillary, her name's no, Hillary. Hillary, Hillary, Hillary B. Um, Hillary Thomas B. Uh, Ms. Baldwin. If you're nasty, you'll remember we talked about her because she had this decades long grift where she pretended she was a Spanish lady. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I just really love Spain. And we were all like, no, you lied. Mm-hmm. And you faked the fact that you like are a native English speaker. Yeah. How do you say cucumber? Yeah, in English. I don't know how you say cucumber. But, you know, Charo, Charo is just I don't know if you've followed Charo since the pandemic began, but Charo has been like a bright spot, a beacon throughout this pandemic. She, you know, has taught us how to wash our hands, how to stay sane during these moments. And so when they caught up to her, you know, rightly, they asked her opinion because she's from Spain. So they're like, here's this lady pretending she's from Spain. What do you think about all this? And she basically says, um, uh, (laughs) she said, that's Hilaria's obsession, probably referring to her decades long grift. I spend all my life trying to speak English like you. I hope to be a sophisticated American. And I was born in Murcia, Spain, where they have a strong Castilian accent. I want to speak the best English because after so many years in America, nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) In the case of Hilaria, she must be so obsessed with everything Spanish, the tradition, flamenco, that she really went into that education and she managed to do it very well indeed. Okay, I love you, Charo. She does go on to say, there's nothing wrong if that makes you happy. I think it's funny. In my opinion, it's just funny. Okay, can I just say something? Do you know why Charo is so beautiful? Yeah, because she just doesn't have time for drama. Because she's kind. Yes, it's because she's of her a kindness. very kind lady. That was my throwback to J-Lo. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. That's not her beauty secret. But she really is, like, she really has, like, a lightness to her that I appreciate. Um, She did go on to say, and I just, I love Charo. So they talked to her in addition, uh, you know, from... um. They talked to her about Hilaria. They also went on to ask her about some of the other big topics of the day, including but not limited to the Me Too movement. Oh, okay. And she said, men like maracas. Oh. I have big maracas, but nobody touches my maracas until I want it. I love her. She stresses that women have to stick together, have a solid education, so that we go to bed when we want to, if we find a guy hot, and not because we have to or we are scared. I love her. Um... And then of the pandemic, she says it's very important to be all together. You have two choices. Survive together or make it dark than it more dark than it is. Except which I understand what she's saying, but maybe not all together. What I want though, tell me you don't want this and that you would not buy it in a second. I want 
a motivational quote book by from Charles. Charles. Oh, I'm. I would not be surprised if that doesn't if there already is exist. Such a thing already. And if there's not somebody, you know, toot sweet. Seriously, get on it because she is your to your point a beacon in this moment. Um, I don't know. I I appreciate partly because I realize that I get so whipped up about the dumbest stuff. Like the Hilaria Baldwin thing bothered me so much, and I just appreciate Charo's like ability to just be like i don't know i just kind of think it's well, funny i also think she's like you know she's got bigger things to worry about like people touching her maracas right she does say that um she has had to use a lot of hand cream oh, uh, because her hands you. are starting to look like the grand canyon mine too charles yeah Oof, yeah it so is relatable very burn right mm-hmm. so relatable when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show. What is the little thing that brings you joy? 651-641-1071. What's the little thing that brings you joy? We'll take your calls after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.